Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dance and Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rocking M app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Gibson's got the steal. Outlets ahead to El Marco. Over the way, he throws to McKellar. Right hand layup, good. And the foul. A chance at three for Kevin McKellar. Up the floor, Harris. Harris to KJ. He rocks that rim. Wando off the glass. And Adams spikes it home. Empty backfield for the Chiefs. They're three by two. Ball snapped on the near hash. Mahomes holding it, holding it. Now the protection breaks down. He'll scramble. Throws it late. Wide open back of the end zone. Touchdown. Kansas City. Justin Watson with the catch. Chiefs 10, Eagles third and five. By himself in the shotgun is Hurts. Five yards away from his all-pro center. Looks into the nickel. They rush five. He takes it. He'll run it himself. The 10, a block at the five. Running into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. 7-7 tie. Chiefs have third down and three at the Eagle four with an empty backfield momentarily. Here comes McKinnon in motion. Pass near side. Todd Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs have a Kelsey touchdown, his 74th. Happy Tuesday morning, everybody. We're back on the Morning Blitz on 102.5 UROC, of course. AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. And, and of course, NBKSRadio.net, the Rocking M app. Thanks so much for tuning in here on a Tuesday morning, November the 21st. Two days shy of Turkey Day. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food, Christian? What's your favorite? What a great question. Um... Oh boy, you're putting me on the spot here. I I would say it's either stuffing or mashed potatoes, and I'm not sitting on the fence. I just drew it out so I can make a decision here. Got to go with uh, mashed potatoes. What gravy? Are are you a gravy guy? Oh, and if so, what kind of gravy? I could not tell you. What's what are we? So we've got brown like gravy. There's brown. No, no, no. Brown gravy, white gravy, or there <laughs> is. I think the turkey gravy, which is kind of a clearer colored gravy, not quite as dark. So do you have a gravy preference? Ooh, um, I guess just brown gravy. I think okay, that's just a old classic. I don't that know. Would, what about that, you? What's I would the, definitely be uh, definitely be in the white or clear gravy over brown gravy. Okay. Um, definitely on the white side. Chicken gravy, I think, is what it's called. Chicken and turkey gravy. Uh, so those are the oh, two, okay. and so I would definitely be that on the I've white. Heard. But that'd be anything. Like I, I'm, I'm. The only thing I like dark gravy on is a hot roast beef sandwich. That's the only thing I can think oh, of that I love it. There you go. I mean, that's yeah. got it. That's got to be a staple up there in Michigan, right? The hot roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I mean, cold weather. You got to think that's got to be up there. Uh, anyway, side note here as we get going on a Tuesday morning. Glad you're with us on the Blitz. Get your thoughts and comments in all throughout the show on our text line 785-899-2222, especially you Chiefs fans out there hurting this morning after Ooh. a tough loss to the Eagles 21-17. But as I, well, as, as Christian can say this too, but we told you, we told you, 
Telling you, I'm telling you right now, you cannot trust these wide receivers. You cannot trust them. Five drops last night, three in the last drive, and 26 total drops on the season. You cannot trust these wide receivers, folks. Patrick Mahomes, remember that game? Maybe you played this game, Christian. Remember ever taking the football, throwing it high over the house and trying to run around the house to go catch your own pass? Patrick course, Mahomes can't do that, and we couldn't either. And Mahomes, by being a great quarterback, he can't do that either. You cannot, this wide receiving core for the Chiefs is a problem, and you did not address it. It's going to bite you in the butt, and it did again last night. You're almost better to just turn around and hand it off to Pacheco. Just let that madman run. That is the most violent runner in the NFL. That guy runs with passion and aggression. Just let him tote the rock 30 times. I don't care. I know he's not your best player because that's Patrick Mahomes, but when it's passing, it's a two-man street. You, It's a two-way street. You have to have someone to catch the passes from your future Hall of Fame quarterback. Nobody on the team catches passes at a consistent enough rate. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling, oh my goodness, buddy. Oh my goodness. What do you want? As, little, as Troy Aitman said, he laid it in his hands. You couldn't have laid it in there any better, and you dropped it. By the way, here was the sound on the Chiefs radio network of that play. I just want to play that for you. Snap to Mahomes, retreating. He's unloading it long. He's got Valdez Scantling, and he cannot hang on to the ball. He drops the ball in the end zone. A deep post pattern. The Chiefs had it. I just love Mitch Holtis there because he's about to bust out, you know, touchdown, Kansas. And he's like, and he dropped it. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there it was, folks. That was the game winner. It, it was right in his hands, and he dropped it. Justin Watson dropped a pass on the fourth down in 25. They had it. They had it. It hit him in the hands. Now, once again, I understand the weather wasn't great, but come on. Come on. And, and, and as much as bad as the Chiefs wide receivers have been this year, that defense is elite, which brings me to my back to my point. Maybe this year you got to just say, you know what? We don't have great wide receivers. We have guys that can make plays every now and then. Maybe we need to just load up our running back in Pacheco, run him a lot, and play good defense. Let's play, as we know very well on this show, Big Ten-style football. Let's run the ball, play good defense. Let's do it that way. I, I don't know what else to say. You cannot trust these wide receivers, Christian. You cannot do it. I mean, that's what you got in the first half of this ball game. Can't, I mean, if a Chiefs fan... Fell asleep, and there are many around here. Fell asleep, uh, which I at doubt they did last <laughs> night. No, no, no. But if you fall asleep at halftime last night and you wake up in the morning, that is that is a tough way to start the day because you you felt at halftime like this was kind of commanding, especially when you put up ten points this side of the two minute warning at half, which was uh, great. It I, I wouldn't say it was good. Uh, time management, clock management, because it was mostly the Eagles who were taking those timeouts uh, when the Chiefs were on the goal line, near the goal line, before Travis Kelsey scored to try to then have time for their offense to go out and score. Then you go three and out, and uh, Kansas City gets on the board before halftime again. But that's what you did a lot in the half, first half, was you gave Pacheco the ball. You let him you, – you, you watch a guy like Marshawn Lynch, and you say, wow, that hurts to stand in front of him running you watch Pacheco run and you say that hurts 
to run. It looks like it hurts him to run the ball. He's like, but I have to do this. I have to. It's he is wild like to stand I would in front of I would like nickname that. him Kamikaze because he just goes he just care. barreling into the mm. line and just he doesn't care if he runs with the back of his own guys. He doesn't care yeah. if he runs over. And he's one of those he's one of those runners where it's a lot. He's very high knee running and he's got big elbows. So it looks, it looks like he's doing a lot of work and he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I credit to Pacheco. He's really good. Uh, he's a great back. I think they need to load him up more. You just cannot. You know, you had the 19, lead. I mean, yeah. 19 carries is a good it's amount a, of it's carries. A light, it's a light. I know. You're right. It's a lot in the NFL. But, dang. I mean, you can't trust your – I know you want to put it in your quarterback's mm-hmm. hands. The problem is when you have the quarterback, you got to throw it to somebody. And even Travis Kelsey last night had a drop, which not going to pin that all on. Travis, knowing him, listening to the podcast stuff, he will be the biggest – he'll be like, that was my fault. You know, he'll take the biggest yeah. deal like that, mm-hmm. knowing him um, as we kind of do – but man, there was some. Oh, that was bad. Bad in the wide receivers. I will say, as bad as it was in the wide receivers, and the Chiefs could have won this game multiple times over the Eagles. There's something to say uh, for that Eagles defense, certainly. And your Chiefs, you're you look at the Eagles' offensive line giving up five sacks to anybody last year. You would, I mean. I don't know what you would have said. I, I, I don't think you could have convinced me that that would have happened, that you give up five sacks. But Hertz hit five times, and not only that, uh, a 37 passer rating. And through three quarters, uh, for 90% of those snaps, he did not look comfortable. I mean, he was pressured on every down. They could not get anything. There were a couple of big swift runs, especially late. But besides that, not a lot. Defensively, though, for the Eagles... We have called for, and I've heard you call for on the show many times, just guard 87. Like, there were so many times in the first half of this year where you see Travis Kelsey running down for 150 yards, 100-plus yards, and you're like, what is going on? He's the one guy you have to cover. In the last two weeks, it seems like they've finally been able to do that. Miami last week, or, or I guess two weeks ago with the bye, and then Philly last night. The first half of the season, it was like, all right, third down or in the red zone, we're going to shade a safety to Travis's side. It seemed like last night he was largely kept off the board. He had that touchdown grab, of course, and finding his way to seven grabs, and he had that drop as well. Is still decent numbers, but 44 yards for a guy like Travis Kelsey, you can just show him a ton of pressure. You put all of this focus on 87, make someone else beat you. And no one else, as we saw last night, can beat you. Three straight games, three in a row, with zero second-half points for the Chiefs. The last time that they scored second-half points was October the 22nd versus the Chargers. That's almost a full month ago. I mean, you have got to figure out this offense, and and I was a big proponent uh, for a lot of of this season of you are and obviously you still are now a Super Bowl contender you just lost to one of the best teams in the NFC but you lose uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and you won a Super Bowl with him as your number one wide receiver you you thought or I thought for a while 
if you can win one with him leading your wide receiver core, come on, you can win this with anyone. It's just the greatness of Patrick Mahomes and, of course, Travis Kelsey, and the run game's doing pretty well. But it, it is becoming more and more prevalent week over week that you need solutions in your wide receiver core near the trade deadline. The Lions picked up uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, a former Michigan product. He was playing over in Cleveland. Big-bodied wide receiver, downfield threat, perfect pickup for the Lions. But, man, that would have been almost an equally good fit for the Chiefs, and they got him pretty cheap. You, you have to think they should have made a move like that, or at least tried. I'm, of course, we don't know if they did. They haven't hit on their rookie wide receivers. They have decided, you know, they've decided to. Well, I don't want to say they haven't hit; they're rookies. So I'm not going to throw like Rasheed Rice under the bus. Sky Moore has not been. They've tried to get him going. He just has not produced. He's not even on the field that much, and they don't even look his way. I don't even. He hasn't been targeted once last night. So they've gone after like they've said we're going to invest in our quarterback. Smart. We're going to invest in the best tight end in, in professional football. Smart. And we're going to invest in our offensive line. Well, that's all the money we have. We don't have a lot of money to spend on wide receivers, so let's go with a bunch of guys that are kind of these misfits. I don't say misfits. That's not the right word, but not superstars, not, uh, you know, and rookies, which is fine. But if you're not hitting, this is a problem. It's it's, it's a problem. Folks, it's a problem. It is. You you can say, oh, they're going to get it fixed, and maybe they will. But I'm telling you right now, they had a bye week to get this fixed. It didn't get fixed. I think this is an issue. Another stat of the day for you. 21% 21% of Mahomes' incompletions this season have been drops. 21%. Folks, that's four percentage away from a quarter of your pass attempts. A quarter! So that is a problem right there. You have to be able to catch the ball. And how about this? You know, Andy Reid had just, he always has a remarkable record coming out of bye weeks. I think it was only his fourth loss coming out of a bye week. He rarely ever loses coming out of a bye week. So that was weird. And he was 4 0 against his former team, the Eagles. Uh, until that loss last night. And Philadelphia didn't have it won until the very end. I mean, if it wasn't for the Devontae Smith catch right at the one-yard line and then, of course, the brotherly shove, the game probably is different. I mean, that was that was the decide- That was the difference. Think if Devontae Smith is on the Chiefs. Then you're thinking we're Super Bowl champs right there. I mean, it, it takes one guy probably of, of decent capabilities of catching to get it done. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I... That, that was part of it for me was watching that game. You take away that one drive, that one play, really, and, and you don't have to take away a lot else from this game to see a pretty dominant Chiefs win besides the drop. Mostly it's been defense, and that's been the way they've won a couple of games this year is with the dominance of the defense, and boy, did they play well. They had Hurts suffocated. But th- this thing changed in an instant. And obviously, the Travis Kelsey fumble in the red zone has to loom large. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, it has to. Bradley Roby uh, had a wild night uh, because he was the one that punched out. He's a former uh, Bronco, I believe, actually. Punched out that Chiefs uh, fumble. Took away their only chance, really, to score points uh, in the second half. And then he gets beat. He was the one that got beat by Valdez Scantling on that touchdown. And if you ever got, if you ever played, you know, pick up football in your backyard and you get beat and then the guy drops it, that's a, your, your heart's going every which way for in about five seconds there. So I'm sure he had a, a wild night, but that, that fumble looms large and you almost, 
on the one hand, say, all right, let's blame Travis Kelsey. That was a huge fumble. You can't have that from your best receiver. But on the other side, you say, you you can't have that thin of a margin of error, especially with how well your defense was playing. Well, your offense has to give you more. Let's let's not discredit the Eagles here. And I don't want to discredit the Chiefs. Like, it's not as if they got blown out, and it's not like they were playing the Cardinals. They were playing the Eagles, which yeah. is considered now considered the best team in the NFL with this win. So, I don't want to discredit the Chiefs. They were in this game. They played very well. They played pretty darn well. It just came down to wide receivers really not making plays. That they ran the ball well. The defense is elite, folks. It is an elite defense. It's elite. You know, in years where Mahomes had to, you know, score forty points in order for them to win, it's not the case anymore, folks. Get him 17, 21 points. Let this defense eat. They're probably going to get it done. And they're missing some guys with injuries. I mean, Drew Tranquil made a huge play last night, uh, you know, stuffing a, or a DeAndre Swift, which would have been a long screen play. Uh, they've got guys making plays all over the place. So I give a ton of credit to the defense. They were, they're, they're, they're elite. This team is still very good. But when your best player is the quarterback, obviously, and that's what you want in football. You want your best player to be the quarterback, but you have to have some of your other really good athletes be the wide receivers. And if they're just, they're not that. Travis Kelsey's good, but you can, as the Eagles shown, you can kind of take him out of the game a little bit, and they did. And then you got to rely on other guys to make plays, and those guys have not made plays. Once again, 26 drops this season, and 21% of the incompletions for Patrick Mahomes are drops. That's a problem. That means they're hitting him in the hands, and they're not catching it, folks. It's not like they're off target. So that has to get fixed. Uh, we got to get to a break, but before I do, I want to hit a couple quick things. First and foremost, Arrowhead is a fantastic environment. I think it's awesome. Uh, the game last night looked so, I mean, the weather and stuff, all that made it look really cool. Uh, but that, by the way, is three losses at home for Kansas City. Isn't it? Or is it two? No, sorry. No, it, it's three. Did, did, did the Broncos beat them in Denver or did they beat them in? I think they beat them in Kansas City. I thought they did too. I could be wrong. I, I For sure it's two because we know that the Lions got it done there in the season yep. opener. Yeah. And, and then... Uh, and then, of course, you have last night with that. And then I don't know. I might be wrong on the Broncos. I want to throw that out there. I have to go double-check that. But it's a great environment. But one thing I've learned this year, opposing teams are not exactly afraid of going in there and getting a win. They've got it done. It's happened now at least twice. So uh, Jared says it was in Denver. Listener Jared, so thank you. So two two wins, uh, at two losses at home, excuse me. So teams aren't afraid to go in there and get it done. But those teams there, by the way, are probably what, number one and number two in the NFC? Eagles and, and Lions? That's what I'd say. And also, one more quick thought here. Happy for Jason Kelsey. You know, he'd never beaten his younger brother. I mean, you're a middle child, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, you're the yep. middle kid. So I have a brother, and I can't imagine being the older brother losing to my little brother every single time we step on the field. <laughs> that would be hard. Uh, and so... Jason, happy for Jason Kelsey, who him and his brother talked after the game. He's hopefully everyone saw the video where <laughs> Travis goes, late birthday present, brother. <laughs> Love you. <Gotta> go. <laughs> so uh, happy for Jason Kelsey for him to get his first win against his brother. Uh, but Chiefs lose 21-17. It was a great game. Happy once again for Troy and for uh, and for Joe. The, the cop, they finally got, they got another good game on Monday Night Football. Back to back. They probably didn't even know what to do. They're like, man, two good games in a row. We don't know what to do. Happy for those guys. Like I said, sorry for Chiefs fans. Uh, but once again, I just can't trust these wide receivers. Can't trust them. And I think they're gonna hurt, they're gonna hurt you in big time games. And big time games usually happen in the postseason. So and once again, I could be wrong. They could get me get it right. But as of right now, they haven't proven that. 
at this point in time. Also, before we get to break real quickly, Kansas basketball last night, winner, uh, Chaminade, pretty easily, by the way, as one would expect. A very dominant performance over Chaminade in the first round. I don't know why I don't have the score pulled up here like an idiot. Um, 83-56, thank you. Uh, Triple-double again for Kevin McCuller Jr., 22 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. I think he's first Jayhawk to have back-to-back the triple doubles. I think he's the first one to do that. I, I think that's what that stat was. And then Hunter Dickinson, the Michigan man himself, 31 points, 11 boards. Those are the only guys in double figures. They didn't need anybody else last night. Those guys got it done. I got a quick question. for Any chance you watched that game with the audio on last night? Which one? The, the, Can- the Kansas game. Kansas game. I did not. It was on a secondary screen for me. Sorry. Gotcha. No, no, no. Uh, Bill Walton was the color guy last night. Love Bill. Wow. I mean, I've I've heard Bill Walton games before. This might be the most uh, Bill Walton of all time. And I was going to ask you if, you if you're a Bill Walton fan or not. It was nice because it was a blowout um, <clears throat> by the second half. <laughs> but he talked about everything but the game. Oh, he's I mean, great. This guy was everywhere. Uh, there, there. At one point, he asked his play-by-play guy, and I'm quite sure that this was sincere. It's Pash, what right? I think it's it Pash. They only they put I Pash with him um, because he just deals with it. <laughs> he he asked him quite genuinely what month they were in right now. <laughs> there was a lot of that type of stuff. You ever watch a, a Gus Johnson game where he'll just yell words at you? Yes. Football, November, Washington, I know. Michigan. And, and you get the same <laughs> That's pretty you good. get the same thing. Thank you. You get the same thing from Bill Walton, but none of them, none of those words have anything to do with basketball or either teams playing. He was yelling words like resilience, heart, love, flow, and you're like, what is going on? What am That's, I watching? Sounds right like now? it. Uh, okay, first and foremost. I am not a Gus Johnson fan. I don't need you yelling at me in the play-by-play. I'm not a Gus Johnson fan. I do like Bill Walton. If you, anybody has not watched the ESPN 30 for 30, the luckiest man in the world, you should watch it. Bill's had an interesting life. There's no doubt about it. He's a very interesting character. But I And I do think he's crazy. But I do enjoy some of his, his antics. I do find them funny. Like when he talks about, oh, the beautiful San Gabriel Mountains as we're over here in Southern California. We look at the beautiful mountains as we bike through the terraces and go down to the river. It's where the basketball gods were born, you know. I mean, he just, I, I, it doesn't make any sense, but it's okay. And I, Dave Pash, God bless his soul. There's a special place in heaven for that play-by-play. Got to deal with that. Um but it's it's good, and I like I said, I don't mind it. And you know what? Good for him being on that telecast because they knew it was going to be a blowout, and they knew they were going to have to find a way to keep people in the game, and that's how they did it. I just remembered a highlight from last night. They were coming back from a commercial, and you know, if you, if you picture in your head they're coming back on an ESPN or a whatever, um, I think, yeah, they're all on ESPN networks um, in that family. They come back, and it's... Uh, a, a stagnant shot on these two uh, Hawaiian dancers in just these little like loincloth things, and they, you know, they got torches behind them, and they're doing the whole like stereotypical thing, and uh, they cut, they, they're zooming in on them, and Bill just goes, "I tried out for that, you know." <laughs> uh, how'd that go for you? Oh, just fine. What? They didn't let you take your shirt off, and Bill just goes, 
oh no, I have an outfit like that. <laughs> I'm. You know what? I bet he does. He, he actually definitely does. He has like a drum room in his house. It's uh, where he plays the drums. I'm telling you, he's he's that a fits. very interesting character. Um, he's not my favorite color analyst, but I don't. In, I don't. I can take him in. I can in take him in some nice doses. Take I'll take sure. it. I'm nothing against Bill. So. I enjoy listening to his, you know, usually I'm watching him in bed, you know, because they're on the West Coast playing at <laughs> night, night. Which, by the way, UCLA Marquette tipped off last night at like 930 Mountain. That was super late. Uh, that's who KU plays. They will actually take on uh, Marquette, who beat UCLA by two, 71-69 last night. So. And that's a 930 Central tip. Yeah, God, it's going to be so late. <laughs> so late. Late night tonight for KU basketball. Like, he's, like Christian said, 9.30 Central Time tip. You can hear coverage on Flyover Country 97.9. All right, we're way past break. We've got to get to break. When we come back. Chris Walden, Shylin, head football coach, is joining the show. We're going to talk about his team as they get prepared to play for a six-man state title on Saturday. That's next here on The Morning Blitz.